Welcome to the Daily Objective. It is day 50 of the war in Israel. I'm joined by James Valiant. Um, we are going to talk about Palestinian culture today. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, we uh, we try to do some news updates with these shows. I think the, the news update we have today is um, Palestinian culture explained in a news update. So uh, Hamas has... Uh, um, delayed after in the first day of uh, of the uh, the agreement of uh, you know Hamas releasing the uh, some of the uh, innocent uh, civilians that it, uh, it it um, took hostage, particularly uh, children and women. Um, Israel, in exchange, is releasing some terrorists uh, who have committed terrorist attacks. So Hamas is now uh, you know kept its end of the bargain on the first day on the second day it is not doing that um on the first day it took it was later than uh, uh was supposed to and of course this is something we've been talking about on this on this channel we were saying uh, you know we can um, uh pre-record an episode about Hamas violating the agreement uh here here it is uh and uh, they they of course are accusing Israel of violating it uh the, the news reports that they're is a negotiation going on? Israel is saying, you know, if uh, if the deal is off, then we go back to fighting. Also, Israel said um, that uh, today somebody in the IDF said that when uh, you know when the deal is over, when uh, you know the the uh, hostages are released, it will go back to um, to fighting. So, yeah, I don't know what to hope for in this case. I think the the, the hostage situation is is the best example of Palestinian culture explained with you know with a, with a foil. So. Uh, Israeli culture, uh, you can see what it is and what it celebrates with with the you know the emphasis that it has been put from the start of of um, this war on releasing the hostages. You know, fourteen hundred Israelis were slaughtered. Um, most of the focus has been on the hostages because these are people who are still alive who uh, you know could potentially be saved. Whereas um, you know Palestinian culture celebrates death wherever it is and, and and causes it wherever it can so they did that in israel um they celebrated that you can you can see the videos of uh the celebrations in gaza when uh, when bodies were brought back or or hostages were brought back um and you can see the way hamas celebrates it, it's it, in, in a different way the death of its own uh people who it uh it hides behind and uh tries tries to cause their death as, as much as possible. Now, in, in that case, uh, I think that is very much um, inspired by uh, the way the Western media and Western politicians report on, on uh, such deaths. But it does show, I think, a, a fundamental, uh, you know, the, the fundamental difference between Palestinian culture and, uh, you know, civilized cultures. So, James, your uh, uh, initial thoughts about Palestinian culture, what it is, and uh, maybe the you know how it ties into um, the latest news. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, the fact that they're still holding hostages at all is an atrocity. They are, I mean, the, just re releasing children and grandmothers, <laughs> mostly what they've been the, released, the few that have been released so far, I mean, only emphasizes what an atrocity it was in the first place to take hostages. They could release any and all of them immediately and change the whole context here. But of course they won't because they have no, this is the thing. It is a death cult. We've said it, we've described it in those terms on this channel before. 
Um, when you've delivered your mind over to total mysticism, you've become uh, a worshiper of death. You're a, you're hostile to life on earth as such. Your contrast to the, and that's the whole thing. Every time I see a child and a grandmother released, of course, I'm happy. How can I not be overjoyed that there's one less victim? Now, my joy is tempered. My joy is tempered because I know all of the bargaining for hostages that led to this hostage taking in the first place. And I know the consequences. And I, I can't tell you when, I can't tell you where, or what new atrocity or hostage taking will happen. What, How many more October 7ths we're gonna have to suffer before we learn the, the long-term consequences of this. But you're right, it does show the value of life that, Isra that Israelis place uh, on each one of these human beings and just the exact opposite philosophy. So when you've delivered your mind completely over to mysticism, you are, of course, uh, rooted in a perceptual, anti-conceptual mentality. So all you can be is a collectivist tribalist. And so, and then the measure of your virtue can only be how much you're willing to die and how many of your own people you're willing to kill and sacrifice in the name of this collectivist tribalist cause that uh, you've delivered your, and as you say, there's a feedback loop effect. The West buying into their own version of altruism and collectivism su support that, and they get all kinds of psychological feedback from the international community saying, yeah, so that we, it encourages this monstrous strategy of using human lives as bargaining chips. It's a monstrous, inhuman strategy, and you can really see the death cult that is Hamas. And I would step back and I would say Islamicism general, generally. You can see it in the, whether it's Shia or, 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 or Sunni, you can see it throughout the Muslim culture. The extreme Muslims today are at apps, they've delivered their minds completely over to mysticism and collectivism and to how much they can sacrifice and, to, and now to just how atrocious they can take out uh, their hatred of life on earth on innocent human beings uh, who are just trying to live their lives peacefully. Uh, yeah, it's a death cult. That's my only explanation here. And the con and the contrast, and we objectivists have the unique answer. It's this axis of ideological evil between mysticism, altruism, and collectivism. When you have delivered your mind so thoroughly to mysticism, you will almost inevitably become a violent collectivist who has no respect for life, the lives of other children, even the lives of your own children. And that's what we're seeing playing out before our very eyes yeah um before we continue i do want to i forgot to say this in the in the intro but uh we we were supposed to have an interview with david deutsch today uh that has been postponed it will happen uh hopefully in the next few days but uh we couldn't have done it today yeah um, I, I, i'm no replacement but i am looking forward to that yeah we really should yeah yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, again, as soon as we as soon as we know when it happens, we will uh, let everybody know so uh, you know we can uh, uh, prepare, plan accordingly. Um, yeah, I, I, on this thing with hostages, just uh, you know, yeah, Israel has with its with its previous policies on uh, you know releasing a, a thousand terrorists uh, for for a soldier. Um, again, it shows uh, how how much Israel values life, but it also made uh, it, it's it's i think i said this yesterday it's a misguided application of of uh, the value of of life and it's uh it has put you know every every israeli is is now more of a target in that sense in in uh, the sense that um you know they would they would uh be kidnapped if 
uh, if any terrorist organization could kidnap an Israeli, they would because they know uh, what it's worth. Now, with Gilad Shalit, the soldier who was uh, was released in in exchange for a thousand terrorists, uh, you know, one of the terrorists uh, released was Yichia Sinwar, who is now the uh, the head of Hamas in Gaza, the mastermind of the October seventh attacks, the mastermind of uh, the hostage taking. And the, um, the the person who is leading this negotiation and playing Israel uh, uh, now. Um, you well, know. you know, Israel isn't allowing enough aid, I guess. And so that's supposed to be an excuse for keeping more innocent civilians hostage. It's absolutely repulsive. The, the, the negotiations are even going on, in my view. But I am, as I say, grateful for each one of these hostages released. That's one less hostage. But I can't help think, see, in order to value human life, you have to think conceptually. You cannot think based on, you can't use pictures as arguments. You know, the picture of a you know five-year-old girl being released and the emotion of, her, you know, her family, you're greeting her there. That picture could overwhelm you. You have to think conceptually. You have to think long term. You have to think in principle. You have to consider what kind of deals Israel and uh, America has been making with these monsters, including Iran, uh, that has encouraged hostage taking. And then you have to think about the consequences. How many October 7th will we have to pay because of this? In order to value human life, you have to think conceptually. And a single image and a single emotion from some mother who gets her child back or some grandmother who gets released and her family is hugging her can't be what what controls our thinking, that kind of image to emotion thing. Not to say I do not value each and every one of these lives, which obviously the Israeli government does in a way that Hamas is unknown, unknown, to those monsters uh, with Hamas who are so mired in their primitive mysticism that they're willing to kill their own, in fact, use the death of their own babies uh, as strategy. Yeah, and that that also goes to the humanitarian aid point. Like humanitarian aid is not a Palestinian culture thing. It's it's a Western culture thing, uh, and this is uh, and the Palestinians are using it because uh, you know any any means uh, necessary to get to the goal of uh, of uh, you know. Uh, wiping the Jews off the map, throwing them into the sea, or uh, you know whatever it takes to get rid of uh, of Israel and its inhabitants. So um, yeah, uh, Hamas does not care about uh, humanitarian aid. I'm sure you know there's somewhere in Gaza somebody who who might be hungry. Uh, but th- this is not this is not the point for Hamas uh, at any point. And the humanitarian aid, of course, goes all of it goes to wherever Hamas decides. So if it goes to civilians, it goes to civilians that Hamas decided it should go to, and they have a reason to choose those civilians, you know. And 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 again, like even even talking about civilians, this is something that we should remember in this type of war. Uh, in a sense, they're all civilians, you know. Hamas terrorists are civilians; they're not soldiers uh, wearing uniforms in military bases where uh, you know where you you know who you're attacking because they're wearing a uniform and they're in a base. Uh, this is. These are these are terrorists who are, uh, you know, in civilian clothing, hiding among civilians, hiding behind civilians intentionally. Uh, uh, I I, uh, I assume there is no hospital or school in Gaza where there are no there is no terrorist activity because, again, they know how to play um, uh, the West. Completely. And that's that's how they're doing it. It's there's intentional strategies to put their weapons caches in hospitals to hide their leadership under the biggest uh, HQ under their hospital. You know, one good thing my president said, and I have been critical of President Biden, is he said uh, Hamas doesn't give a damn 
He used the very phrase I used two weeks ago. Hamas doesn't give a damn about civilians, and Israel, the Israelis are the only ones who give a damn about civilians. And that's obviously true. And you're blind, deaf, and dumb, or actually, more to be more accurate, anti-conceptual, if you cannot see that clear difference. Uh, um, so I want to thank our super chatters, uh, Jonathan, Mark, Bonnie, thank you all uh, for the super chats. We, I did get a question uh, before the show from a friend of the channel. I won't name them because this was in a, in a text, but uh, I will read it out because I think it's uh, it's relevant uh, to what we're talking about today. So um, the question was, suppose Israel were to tell Hamas, uh, we have good reason to believe that there is a doomsday device in your water supply. If triggered, all your water will be contaminated with, uh, and then the, a bunch of... Uh, diseases are listed i'm not going to read them uh, uh, as as with yesterday i don't i don't read latin on the show i think there's there should be like a 100 dollar uh, super chat minimum for me um willfully embarrassing myself uh, you know if it's, if it's unintentional that's a different story you have anyway, a, a, a bunch of diseases uh we cannot find it but we know it is uh, triggered by seismic events such as rocket detonations uh, if you do not want to watch everyone around you die a horrible death, please make sure another rocket is never fired from Gaza. What do you think would happen? Um, so first of all, I think this is a bit of a fantasy. It scenario, is by scenario, but but uh, of course that's... Hamas would Hamas would welcome uh, the death and 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 ideally for them uh, the most cruel death possible for as many Palestinians as possible because of its useful idiots in the West. Um, and, and by the way, this is something we, we need to talk about in the context of Palestinian culture and how the West uh, feeds it. Uh, because I think, you know, not, none of this, the, the, I don't know how many hospitals uh, Hamas would, would hide in if uh, Israel didn't say we're not gonna target hospitals and if the West didn't make a big deal of it. Uh, you know, every and every single person uh, in the media who reported immediately uh, after that misfired rocket that 500 people died, knew they were lying. 100% of them knew. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the same had, way, James, if, I, right. Come if, on. I, if I tell you now it is Sunday, uh, April 34th, you know, it, it's that level of knowledge of what, the, what you're <laughs> saying is bullshit. Uh, because, they, you know, they, they've seen, they've been covering this long enough. They've seen, the, they've seen Hamas yeah. and they've seen the PLO do this time and time again. And they also know the basic fact that if 500 people die in an explosion, you do not know that within seconds. You, you, it takes many way. hours or days to, to actually... Uh, no, within a half an hour, they were reporting Hamas numbers as if they were absolutely true. And Western media outlets continue to rely on numbers coming from Hamas. It is, it is unspeakable. It is obscene. And the questions that Israelis and Americans are getting in foreign press about this it are themselves obscene, frankly. It's disgusting to, to confront someone with uh, uh, the Hamas numbers as if they're true and expect an Israeli official to uh, respond to that as if, it's, as if it were credible. No, it's disgusting. We have a super chat from Philosophical Zombie Hunter. Now, uh, that is uh, less than, uh, I appreciate the super chat, but it is less than $100, so I'm not going to read the Arabic. I will just read the English translation. So Palestinians have a saying, uh, holy war or mar martyrdom. No third option uh, like living a good life. Yeah, uh, you know, that's, 
that's a thing. Generally, when you take religion, the more you take religion seriously, um, you know, the 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 worse the worse of a human being you are. Uh, and I think this is across the board. You know, we saw Candace Owens uh, tweeting, uh, what was it, a few weeks ago, something about Taylor Swift and the Christ uh, statue in Brazil, something about that. Anyway, she said, uh, this is blasphemy. It should not be allowed. Uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, and, and, and I, I just by reading that, I imagine the type of uh, the type of country America would be if uh, Candace Owens was was in charge. Christian conservatives so, were allowed to run countries. You can the dark ages would come back in a hurry. Blasphemies should not be allowed. No, it's in countries like Iran and Saudi Arabia where they arrest and execute people for blasphemy, religious blasphemy. No, yeah, I, thought I mean, Candace Owens. Candace Owens is one of the top cheerleaders for Hamas uh, nowadays. So, so you know, she she's consistent on that point. Um, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, well, philosophical zombie zombie hunter. I I agree with you. Uh, yeah. This is this is what um, you know. This is what Palestinian culture is. So it it also goes back to the point that we make on this channel every day and nobody else makes uh at least not nobody in mainstream media makes which is uh there is you know this separation that we are we're being told we have to make between Hamas and the Palestinian people is a lie Hamas is a true representative of Palestinian people Palestinian culture uh and um yeah, what, what we saw... Piles of circumstantial evidence that show the vast majority of Palestinians are on the side. And the, the only real question is, which terrorist are they in favor of? Are they in favor of this, you know, Islamicist group or that Islamicist group? Well, that's nothing. No, no. They're all. And that's all you have to do, folks. Look, listen to the philosophy of the Ayatollahs from Iran. Listen to the Wahhabi uh, 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 teachers in Saudi Arabia. That Listen to this vile, deep. They've delivered their minds entirely. I mean, they don't even have a little compartmentalized area for reason. These people have delivered their minds completely over to mysticism. And that results in a tribalist, racist hatred of Jews. And by the way, in a, in a total hatred of the West as such, as evil and decadent. And don't confuse yourself about any of this, people. It is civilization that they hate because these people are savage, primitive mystics in their philosophy. So that when you read the actual declarations uh, that Hamas has come out with, they celebrate racism, mysticism, self-destruction, and you're right, martyrdom. They would rather die because, you see, there's this uh, supernatural dimension awaiting for them and they really take it seriously. They would rather die if it could help take down Jews than live a happy life. They really are that anti-life. It's a death cult. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and that was a good point you made uh, at the beginning there about, you know, it, it depends. It, it, you know, there's different different Islamists you can. Uh, side with so yeah, not everybody in Gaza is uh, is with Hamas. Uh, not not uh, everybody who was not all the hostages are held by Hamas. Some of them are held by Palestinian Islamic Jihad, uh, which participated in the October seventh attack and is a, is a different organization. And sometimes we see them, you know, disagreeing with each other on what is the right time or method to kill uh, the Jews. So, but yeah, in 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 terms of if we're talking about a culture, a culture that makes it possible for such a uh, for such organizations to flourish. Uh, it is that is what Palestinian culture is, and, and another thing we shouldn't do uh, is other than you know separate uh, Hamas and 
and and the people of Gaza is uh, try to differentiate between uh, the Palestinians in Gaza and the Palestinians in Judea and Samaria or the West Bank, uh, as it's called, because, uh, you know, they are they are one and the same. They are on the same page. Uh, this particular attack uh, came from from uh, uh, from Gaza. Uh, you know, past attacks have come from the West Bank uh, in 2002, I believe it was, when, when there were daily terrorist attacks. They all came from the West Bank. Uh, every day a terrorist came from the West Bank. Right now, there's there's trouble going on there. Uh, there's there's some fighting, but nothing significant enough for it to be major news anywhere. So so yeah, uh, Palestinian culture, you know, Palestinian culture is not that unique. You know, it's not like there's people in in Gaza and in the West Bank who uh, celebrate death, and nowhere else does this happen. This happens. Uh, it's very widespread in the Islamic world, and unfortunately, we see. At least elements of it in the West, although the 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 people in the West uh, who side with these savages are happy to enjoy uh, some of the the freedoms and luxuries that we have here in the West that you wouldn't have in Gaza because, of course, they can always go on a get on a plane and join their brothers in arms uh, in Gaza for or yeah, get on see, a the, environmentally the Hamas, friendly boat. Um, yeah, the Hamas leadership is living cozy lives over in Qatar and the Four Seasons Hotel and the Ritz-Carlton Hotel, and they're not touched by what's going on. Uh, and besides, they know their their people are happy to die because they're good, faithful uh, Islamicist martyrs for the cause. Uh, absolutely. But, you know, this pattern has played out in history again and again and again. It, uh, that triad, as I say, between mysticism, collectivism, and altruism, the the uh, alliance that Ayn Rand uh, uh, termed so eloquently, the witch, witch doctor in the Attila, ha is an ancient one. Only today we're seeing it most aggressively in its most ugly, virulent form in the Islamic world. And if you can't see that, ladies and gentlemen, if you can't see that's exactly what's going on, the comparatively civilized world is having to, and all my life, since I was 10 years old and saw the attack on, you know, on the Jews at the Munich Olympics, um, when I was only 10 years old, and then I saw, of course, the Islamic Revolution in Iran, and then I saw 9-11, and I've seen all kinds of other terrorism, smaller terrorist incidents, uh, you know, a shooting up of uh, a gay nightclub in Florida uh, by some Islamicist fanatics, again, and again, how long, how many decades do we have to put up with their life hatred with their murder, with their attack on civilization itself before we conceptually abstract and make the point uh, in our own heads. They determine the, the term, they've dictated, they don't determine, they've dictated the terms by which we must treat them by force. It's the only thing they're going to respect. It's the only thing that'll get through to them that Allah is not on their side. It's the only thing that's going to stop this, the only language they understand and the terms they have dictated that the West use. We better get that clear in our heads. Yeah, by the way, you mentioned the terrorist attack uh, in a gay nightclub in Orlando. I think, uh, and the, the British uh, people in the audience can maybe um, maybe remember this better, but I, I think Owen Jones, who we've mentioned on this channel and also did a show about, uh, I think at the time he said something like, this is a, a homophobic attack or or something, something like that, kind of denying the uh, Islamic element of it. Uh, now, Owen Jones... Go on his Twitter, scroll as much as you can uh, from the past uh, fifty days. Uh, you know he he is he is a denier of uh, of uh, of things. 
So um, uh, Megan, uh, with a super chat, thank you, Megan. Uh, she responds to the um, uh, the the uh, question that I got uh, via text that I mentioned earlier. She says this hypothetical is not a fantasy. Uh, the right scientist, perhaps grieving her child, could do it. Um, well, well, the one thing that definitely is, uh, um, you know, I think I think we can, we can say is true is that. For, for Hamas, the death of uh, civilians in Gaza is a win. Any death of any civilian is a win, especially when it can be reported, when, uh, when you know, again, the useful idiots in the West, in Western media, uh, rally behind them, report whatever Hamas uh, tells them, read out whatever Hamas writes for them, which is basically how... Um, uh, how the news is reported uh, from from the Middle East. We've we've mentioned we've, we we talked about it a lot, and I think as 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 our continued as our coverage of the war continues, this is something we're going to talk about probably on a daily basis. I just saw a clip of uh, um, Kay Burley being stupid again today. Uh, so so she's she's going to be uh you know she's going to be spoken of on this channel presumably some more. Unfortunately, you know I'm laughing, but it's not it's not a funny. It's not a funny matter. Philosophical Zombie Hunter, thank you for the um, additional super chat and for keeping it purely English. Um, will you do a show on Islamo leftism? I think we've, I don't know if we've done a show specifically on that. We we, we do talk about the, um, you know, the the weird connection. I, I've mentioned, I think a couple of times, I mentioned yesterday with my interview with Douglas Carswell, the uh, uh, documentary that I watched the beginning of and uh, switched off after a few minutes years ago about the Iranian uh, revolution and uh, and how communists were fighting alongside the Islamists and then were shocked to see, um, uh, you know, the results. I don't think they... Um, well, an interesting I, example of that is Professor Finkelstein recently, um, uh, an American academic who, of course, was sympathetic from the outset, is now having to, in a, just an insane way, explain his monstrous attitudes. But here you've got this totally... You know, here is a Western academic. He's a professor at a university, and here he is uh, defending Islamicism. In effect, defending Islamicism uh, directly, and so there is a definite connection between certain uh, leftist intellectuals, Jewish of, in origin, leftist intellectuals in some cases, which is uh, interesting. But you've got these leftist intellectuals who are absolutely pro-Islamicist. I the connection we have a Hamas wing in the American Congress led by uh, Rashida Tlaib. Uh, they are absolute sympathizers with Hamas. They're defenders of these atrocities. They can't open their mouth to to even denounce the atrocities on October seventh. So uh, uh, yeah, he, there's absolutely a connection there. Uh, and uh, we will continue, I hope, to explore it. Yeah, and Professor Finkelstein, uh, I, I've been thinking about whether we should do an episode about him. I, I uh, tweeted about some video of his uh, a few hours ago. Uh, everybody, once you like this uh, show, you can go over and retweet that. Um, but that this this guy is such a uh, such an absolute scumbag that I don't know if I can sit and talk about him for 30 minutes without, you know, I, I, have, a, I have a can next to me, you know, just a garbage can just in case. But uh, yeah, he he really is, a, a you know, yeah, right. he, he's, a, he's a great example uh, of, uh, 
uh, yeah, how, how bad a human being can get. Uh, we we have free will, and then uh, where you know where we go is uh, is our choice, and we can go to the absolute. Uh, bottom. Just people who give free will a bad name. Yeah. Well, uh, here on on this channel, we try to give free will a good name, a good and uh, we will and we, will we do. I think. <laughs> to do that in the um, uh, the ARC UK philosophy forum, which starts in just about after we're done here. Uh, today is a special hybrid session. Uh, it is open online to uh, members of the plat on the platinum level and above. Uh, but it is also open in person for free to anybody joining us at the London Ayn Rand meetup in person. Only and if I you can join in there. person. Um, oh, and we do have a uh, question. Uh, so Jeff Bannister, uh, thank you for the super chat. He says there was a question in the chat. Is that a question that you sent, Jeff? Because I can't find it. Um, Daniel, if you know what the, the question is, please uh, send it to me. If not, um, then because uh, we do have to super chat won't allow it. Do you want to text it to me very quickly? And if not, we will. Uh, you can send it to me and we'll read it out on tomorrow's show. Or uh, the next show we have that isn't uh, the David Deutsch interview. Uh, all right, Jeff. So, uh, yeah. Please send that question to me. We will uh, we will ask it uh, tomorrow or the next day. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining. Uh, and we will see you back here tomorrow. And if you are a member, uh, Platinum, Reardon Medal, or Midas Mulligan member, we'll see you at the Philosophy Forum, which is starting now. Thanks. Stay safe. Be well.